Mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I edit, you don't. I don't even listen to the show. Great, glowing endorsement. <laughs> Welcome to Comfort and Death and Darkness. <laughs> I'm right. Jake, and that is. Miserable. <laughs> um, Charlotte, Charlie, whatever. No, I don't like listening to myself back. Well, listen to me back. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> right. Right, today we are going to be talking about, uh, this one is actually from Charlie. Charlie decided to make the topic of conversation for this week, and it was dot dot dot, from the year we were born. <laughs> well, I That's what she said to me originally. No, but I done goofed. Yeah, no, you, what, what you originally said to me was, how about we I do know. something from the year we were born? But and I then am, what did you do? I'm the human equivalent of Dory. <laughs> My brain is a sieve. Go on. So, I don't listen to the show. So, I forgot what I had said. Well, funny enough, we never mentioned it on the last show. Did we not? No, this was just in passing. Oh, well, that's probably why then. So, <laughs> you came that's up even with worse. It. So, I oh, know that's, that's really bad. Um, So, I thought we're doing we're birthdays. As in, but, like, not the, the day we were born. No, not the year. Like, just the day of the year. So you thought any time <laughs> on May 29th? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Charlotte. So, I did that. Uh-huh. And then you said, and then I was like, oh man, I done goofed. Yeah, you, so, you done goofed. I also did one from the month I was born. So just... Anything that happened in May? 1993. Okay. The year I was born. But it was like five days before I was born. It did, Charlotte, mine's just from sometime in 1992. Oh, well, obviously I get the points here then because I, <laughs> I did my birthday <laughs> and I it did was, the first month and yeah. The parameters that you set out originally was just from the year we were born. Well, I did. If I combine, so you try to one up me basically. If I no, I didn't do it <laughs> consciously. <laughs> it's even worse. No. Oh god, you're incredible. I love you. I, I can't help myself. I kind of cope with myself. Oh god. Just right. Well, before we get to that that mess, <laughs> do you want to do some news? Do you have any news stories? No, I didn't think so. No, what? No, no rebuke. No. Oh well. Well, here's a bit of news that I found, which I was, I don't know why, but they, this one, it's a horrible bit of, it's not even irony. I can't figure out what it is. So. You don't iron. Irony. (laughs) Anyway, you've heard of a guy called Mandla Maseko. No. Sounds like Prosecco. (laughs) Right. Finish the sentence. Would be African blank. Dies in road crash. Fill in the blank. What? Road. Crash. Say it again. <laughs> African wannabe. What? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you have just witnessed with your ears a pure example of Charlie not listening to me. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you said... I was looking at you, but I'm eating my marshmallow. Flip. Oh, we all know you can't multitask. 
<sighs> the flump's too nice. Would be African blank dies in road crash. King. Would be African king. No. Well, he would have been a king, but. Uh, well, just because he's African, he would be king. No, it just sounds like he would be something. He would be like... Would be African something dies in road crash. President? Good guess, but no. Think Prime a little Minister. bit more scientific. Science man. Science man. <laughs> you got such a girly laugh. Fuck. It's an uncontrollable laugh. Inventor. I'm pointing to the sky. For Tinker. The like Tinkerbell. What? what? I pointed to the sky and you say Scientist. Tinkerbell. No. Astronaut. There we go. Got it. Finally. Christ. That took a while. So, in 2013, South African Mandala Masaka. Sorry. Mandala. It's like it's. It looks like it's missing a vowel, but Mandala Masako um, was a member of the South African Air Force, and he beat a million entrants to win one of thirty, sorry, twenty-three places at a space academy in the U.S. So, one of twenty-three people in the entire world, and this African guy happened to be chosen to go and possibly become an astronaut. He's been doing the training and everything. There's pictures of him with. The, the gear on and everything. Check that out. Oh, yeah. It says he'd spent a week at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida doing tests in preparation for hour-long suborbital flight, originally scheduled for 2015. But he's done, like, a bunch of other stuff. But, yeah, um, it was on Saturday. The... Hang on, what day was Saturday? Sixth. Correct. Saturday the 6th. Um, He was killed... In a motorbike accident. That's awful. And he was going to be the first black African in space as well, if he had a, like, went on to do it. Yeah. And it was, apparently it was an absolute dream for him to be able to do it, but unfortunately, that's not the case, unfortunately. So it's sad, rest in peace, bud. And I'm sure that when the next time fellow graduates go up into space, they'll they'll fly something with your name on it with honour. Yeah. Sucks. Did you ever read that um, thing and it was like you could get paid like thousands of dollars or something from, I think it was NASA, Hmm. to like lie in bed? (laughs) I'm sure. Dude, we're missing out on a treat, yeah, like. (laughs) When you get to the point of the month when you're Googling how much kidneys are worth. (laughs) A lung. Man. Like, can you remember when I lost my job last year? Yeah. When it closed down, and I was literally sitting, like, how much would I get for a lung? <laughs> how, do I really need my heart? Yes. How much would I get for a kidney? You can survive with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> do I do a buy one, get one free offer? Sell it faster? Well, here, how's this for another, um, a bit of poetic justice for a, a, a new story here? Teenager who killed an I-75 driver, I-75, like the road in America, yeah, by dropping what on highway overpass drowns in a quarry two weeks after being released from juvenile detention. So he killed someone mm-hmm. by dropping something onto an overpass of cars, from an overpass of cars. What did he drop on them? A coin. 
A single coin. <laughs> well, you never know, like... How hard did he throw the no, thing? but I mean, if it's a... If it's a really high up, coin could kill someone. Like I'm if sure that's went... been. I'm sure Mythbusters proved that was wrong. I don't watch that shit. Whoa. I do quite like Mythbusters too. No, I don't. Is that the right thing? No. And they blow like microwaves up now. Yeah. Well, they don't intentionally blow microwaves up. They just like do science. Like they, they bust myths essentially. I like that. How it's made. I like watching that. So what did he drop? The mic. <laughs> I'm giving you such a dirty look right now. I know, yeah. He dropped a the brick. Good guess, but no. He dropped sandbags. Why? I have no idea, but... And here's something even worse. He chose to not apologize to his victims' families. Family, sorry. Oh, dick. But yeah, he was released from juvenile detention... And then drowned in a quarry. He drowned himself. I, well, I don't know if he drowned he himself. He attached but a sandbag to himself. He was de- <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Put it this way. He's now dead. So, I don't know if you want to take that as poetic justice, but... Mm. Karma. Karma is an absolute cunt. Anyway. Ooh, dropping this E-bomb. Why not, hey? Why not? We've got that E next to our name on uh, iTunes for a reason. We might as well <laughs> use it. Hey. Piss and shit. <laughs> that ends with an expletive rating on iTunes so why not just say the, sun, the, the, the cunt word uh, the cunt word <laughs> the z word you just wanted to say it again didn't you kind of right so with from the year we were born slash the month we were born slash the day we were born but any year <laughs> slash the time we first? were born <laughs> I don't know what time I was born I was born like 3 o'clock in the afternoon I think I was born really early in the morning but I can't be too sure <laughs> Right, do you want to go first, or shall I go first? Um, you can go first. I can go first, okay. Right, I did the I-70 killer. So it's quite funny that I found a news story on the I-75 killer. So I did the I-70 killer. Was it in a Hyundai I-70? It was not, that's not a a new car coming out next year. (laughs) New model. Alright, so preface. This case has actually been featured on a bunch of TV shows. Um, Such as? Unsolved Mysteries and Dark Minds. Mm-hmm. Boy did his research. But this, I uh, did indeed. Funnily enough, you asked me my... that question. You... <laughs> this case remains to this day to be an unsolved case. Oh, yeah, man. Didn't come about with this. I can't help it. The fun. Actually, I say it didn't come about with this, but both of mine probably are. Oh, God. Right, okay. So investigators have never actually even publicly identified any suspects either. So... We don't even know who possibly could have done it. Florida man. Florida man. So, on April 8th, 1992, Robin Fuldauer, a 26-year-old manager of a Palis shoe source in Indianapolis, was murdered while alone in her store. It's believed that it took between 1.30pm and 2pm, and she died suffering a gunshot wound to the head. Fast forward to April 11th. The killer entered a store called... L.A. Sorry, no. Wait, what's this? La Bride de Elegance. How? Sounds like something of RuPaul. Probably. God, that's my drag queen name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bridal shop in Wichita. This is the only time the I-70 killer killed two people at once. 
and it's believed that this was because he didn't know that there was going to be more than one person in the shop. So can you guess what his MO was? To buy a wedding dress. No, his modus operandi was not to buy a wedding dress. Was he in a bridal shop for now? His modus operandi was to kill people who were alone. Why? Who would be found. So that's pretty much what he establishes. 23-year-old Patricia Smith and 32-year-old Patricia Majors or Magas, Majors, I don't know. Funnily enough, they were both called Patricia, though. <laughs> wasn't me, it was Patricia. <laughs> Majors was um, the store manager. Um, had actually stayed in the store beyond closing time at 6pm to allow a male customer to come back and pick up a cummerbund. That's one of them. It's what dudes wear around their, around their waist at weddings. The belt. No, it's it goes around your belly, essentially. It's to catch crumbs, believe it or not. <laughs> at some point after 6pm a man was allowed into the store the women believed that it was the customer and they let uh, sorry that they had been waiting for and of course they let him in and by the time they realised it wasn't him it was a bit too late mm-hmm. after the two had been killed the actual customer turned up and actually came face to face with the I-70 killer for some reason though the killer just let the customer go because he'd found them well, they then quickly notified the police. And this man was unable to give enough details of the killer to allow the police to make a composite sketch. So then we'll jump ahead again to April 27th over to Terre Haute, I think that's how you pronounce it, in Indiana. Um, 40-year-old Michael McCown was murdered inside of his own mother's ceramic store. Michael was the only man to die during the spree of the I-70 killer. But it's believed by investigators that the I-70 killer chose to make this man, Michael, his next victim because the store was named Sylvia's Ceramics and Michael had a ponytail. He was shot from behind as he was kneeling down and stacking shelves and he was most likely mistaken for a woman. What a horrible way to die. Mm. First of all, this guy's looking for girls to kill and he killed a dude because he's dumb, (laughs) essentially. It's mad. On May 4th, 24-year-old Nancy Kitzmiller opened up a Boot Village store alone at noon in St. Charles, Missouri. At 2.30pm, customers found her dead body. The final confirmed murder took place in Raytown, Missouri on May 7th. 37-year-old Sarah Blessing was working in her own gift shop named Store of Many Colours. There was a video store next to Sarah's store and the owner actually saw the killer enter the store, heard a loud pop and then saw him leaving. He found her body after he checked the store out of concern. An employee of a nearby grocery store also saw the killer and they saw him running slash climbing up a hill towards the I-70. So that's what we definitely know was him. Mm-hmm. All these people were killed by the same person. Um, and he most definitely killed between April 8th, 1992 and May 7th, 1992. So basically a month of like terrorizing people. Yeah. However, he may also be responsible for two other murders, having those occurred in 1993 though. So I'm not doing those. That's my year. Just kidding. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was 51 year old Anne, sorry, Mary Ann Glasscock. Don't you dare laugh at that name. I didn't. <laughs> You're the one that's laughing. That's the joke. She was killed in September of 93 
in Fort Worth, Texas at a store called Emporium Antiques. The other was 22-year-old Amy Vess, who was shot and killed in a dance clothing store on November 1st in Arlington, Texas. There was almost a third victim as well on January 16th, 1994, which was 35-year-old Vicki Webb. She was shot in the Alternatives gift shop in Houston, Texas, but she actually managed to have a brief conversation with the killer before she turned around and he shot her in the back of the head. Luckily for Vicky, though, the bullet did not go into her head as it hit a large vertebra instead. The shooter then attempted to shoot her again, but the gun misfired. Instead, he just left, assuming the first round had done the trick. Jesus. So, the, I've just as said, the um, MO of the Texas killer was extremely close to that of the I-70 killer, even going as far as to use the same caliber weapon to carry out the shootings, a 22 caliber firearm. However, the ballistics test confirmed that the Texas shooter's gun and the I-70's killer, sorry, the I-70 killer's gun, were not one and the same, and therefore have treat them as separate killings, which to me is a little bit stupid. So, you know, because of this, this counts as a 92 occurrence. Um, I think the whole saying that they're separate killings, purely because it's a different gun, is stupid. Yeah. Because, well... You can easily have more than one. Well, not only could you have more than one, more than a year has passed. You could easily buy another gun, or you could just find another gun, or it's to make that. There must be something else that they haven't released to make that assumption. Yeah, so I to make that the rule and thing as to why they've ruled them as two separate killers. I find it strange. Anyway, um, it wasn't until the, the murder of um, Nancy Kitzmiller that a detective working in St. Charles, Missouri, suspected a connection with all of the murders, and that was when they were, you know, conclusively linked together. Mm. So the MO was always seemingly the same. The victims were petite young women with long dark hair who were alone, aside from the Wichita murders. Because obviously there was two there. Yeah. They were all shot in the head. None of the scenes held any evidence of sexual assault, but did show signs that robbery was a second motive. They all were killed during slow periods of the day when the small, specific specialist stores would be deserted. They all took place in strip malls near the I-70. The police narrowed down the possible murder weapon to two. An Intratech Scorpion pistol, or an Irma, I think that is, Irma Work ET-22. But they will not rule out any other 22 caliber weapon either so it literally could be anything but they assume that it's these two yeah police in the midwest believe him to be linked to the texas shootings but the texan authorities do not believe this due to the difference in guns descriptions from witnesses allowed authorities to come up with two composite sketches with a physical description this is a white man in his 20s or 30s between five foot seven and five foot nine he was thin had lazy eyelids. Yeah? Lazy eyelids? As in, like, they were, like, droopy. Oh. Kind of like what mine looked like. <laughs> so what you meant, like, they were, like, funny shit, like... No, no, they were just, like, a bit droopy. Um, sandy blonde or reddish hair. Strawberry blonde. Obviously, in, ni- in 92. Um, and today he would be in his 50s or late 40s. Police have never identified any suspects publicly, and the case is now classified as a cold case. This case has been featured in shows like Unsolved Murders and Dark Minds, and the killer is technically 
still at large. Or he could be dead. Or he could be dead. We don't know. He got run over on the I-20. 70. That's what I meant. <laughs> Bless you. Thinking of the car. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to quickly make a little edit here in the future. When I'm editing this, I'm going to put, I'm going to say the phone number for um, any of the authority, like the the police station. If you have any information on this, obviously you're still asked to contact authorities. Like if you mine's suspect, written on that for mine as well. Nice. Um, if you suspect anyone of possibly being the I-70 killer, contact the relevant authorities. That be that in Wichita, Missouri, Indiana, any of them places. And don't just ring to take the piss. Yeah, of course. Um, in fact, I won't even say them on the IA. I'll just put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, it's if we can get proper justice for these victims, perfect. Everyone goes home happy except the killer. Um, but the fact that no one has been found for this is is kind of heartbreaking. So that is my from nineteen ninety two. Would you like to go next? Right, I'll give you an option. Oh, Christ. Would you like the May 29th or May 1993 first? May 29th is what year? 2018. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I am one. Um, do that one first. So this one's about a boy called Keelan Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's from the UK. It was just over a year ago that this happened. So, Keelan Wilson was 15 years years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was ambushed around 11 o'clock at night while tending to a broken down car in Wolverhampton. Police were, re- police were called to reports that youths were fighting in a quiet residential area. And Keelan was taken to hospital with serious in- injuries, but was confirmed dead shortly later. Jesus Christ. The killer was thought to be linked to a gang, which operates around the city of Wolverhampton. And over the last 12 months... Nine teenagers have been arrested, but no charges have been made. His mother, Kerry, said um, she's also seen YouTube videos of people mocking her son's death, which I find highly disgusting. Mm. Um, And Kelly insists that Keelan was not in a gang himself and believes that the killers were just jealous because he wasn't living in Wolverhampton prior to his death because he came back for a few days before his death. Because they were going on a family holiday and he also had like a couple of appointments to attend. Jesus. Um, but in Wolverhampton, children as young as 13 are walking the streets and carrying knives and guns. And that's a message from the police that. Let's never go to Wolverhampton. Basically, it's a 15 year old boy who's had his life taken away bef- before it's even began at the hands of a knife. And nothing's been done. Nothing. Nobody's been charged. They don't know who's done it. But... Obviously, police are saying still to call 101 if you do have any information or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just awful. Yeah, in the UK, we have two numbers. We have 999 for emergencies, immediate emergencies, and yeah. 101 if you just need to like, talk to someone, <laughs> essentially. Christ, man. I mean... 15 is no age at all. The fact that... Well, I know for a fact, even up here in Newcastle... If you're walking the streets by yourself at night and you see a group of kids, you get scared. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they look, if they're just keeping to themselves or if they're being loud, being quiet. It doesn't matter. You get a little bit scared. 
even as a six foot two, 26 year old dude who weighs close to 250 pounds, I would be terrified to see a shitload of youth like that. Even if I saw them, again though, even if I saw, even if I saw a group of kids doing that, I'd still try and stop them. But then you would still be scared. I'm probably going to get it as well now. There's yeah. a lot of them. So that could have been a case of what happened here. Like maybe, so you said he stopped to help someone with a car. What happened to the person whose car it was? Or was it his car? I'm not sure, to be honest. Even still. It mustn't be his if he's only 15. A, a good point, yeah, of course. Um, fuck, man, that's horrible. So it's been over a year and no one knows what happened. Yep. Bullshit. Yep. Alright. Uh, would you like to see your next one? So this one happened on the 24th of May, 1993. Okay, this is the correct parameters. <laughs> not very good at pronunci- pronunciation. So, Juan Jesus Posadas Ocampo, who was the Archbishop of Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so he was assassinated along with six others in Guadalajara Airport. Sorry, where was that? He was assassinated with six other people in Guadalajara Airport. Um, and he was inside of the car and received 14 gunshots. Yeah. So I'm guessing this was a fully automatic weapon and was like sprayed So he was caught in the shootout between rival cocaine cartels and he was mistaken for the drug lord El Chapo. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. So no one has ever been punished for this slaying. Of course Although charges have been related to the homicide, they would be filed, but nobody's ever really been charged. Jesus Christ. Um, I've put read the rest from your phone as I my hand was hurting. <laughs> Excellent. Juan Francisco Murillo Diaz and Edgar Nicolas Villegas. So they were members of a Tijuana cartel. So they were identified as the masterminds of the homicide. Although they were ordered by the Tijuana cartel, Many members of the hit squad were actually San Diego-based members. So they were trained by that cartel as assassins. Christ. Yeah. Um. So Benjamin Arellano Felix gave up two members of his hit squad, Juan Enrique and Ramon Torres. And then Torres was killed while in custody waiting for trial. Oh my God, man. And then Juan Enrique received nine years on weapon charges in Mexico. So despite this murder being committed in Mexico, the US charged nine members of the Logan Heights hit squad in relation to the murder, and three members pleaded guilty, so they got 18 to 22 years. But the case was reopened in 2000 to clear up several high-profile murders. What the fuck, man? This is like... This is a case of one of those things where it's like, there's so much going on, and there's so much... Mm-hmm. There's so many... Like fingers in so many pies that you don't know where it will, where it began, where it ends, yeah. and man, the fact that the, this guy was mistaken for El Chapo. I know. <sighs> On the fifteenth of August two thousand six, the U.S. Department of Justice officials announced that the U.S. federal drug agents had arrested Mexican drug lord Francisco Javier Arenal Felix, a leader of the Tijuana cartel 
and he was responsible for digging elaborate tunnels to smuggle drugs under the US border. Um, <laughs> Jesus, well, when you've got all that drug money, you know, you might as well put it a good use and make some nice tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> Officials also said that Javier Arenello Felix was also charged in Mexico in 1993 for conspiracy to assassinate Cardinal Juan the Archbishop. Mm. So. Man, that is... So, yeah. Sorry, put a dampener on your evening. <laughs> That's what this podcast is all about, y'all. <laughs> he does look really cute as well. Do you want to see a pic? Go on, then. I'll put this in the show notes. Look how cute he is. <laughs> he looks like a gang. How was he mistaken for El Chapo? <laughs> he looks... N- I'm sorry, he looks nothing like El Chapo. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, maybe in his youth... I mean, remember this is nineteen eighty three, but then again, that picture will be from from around about the time. Yeah. Oh man, well that's what's scary about like living in the UK. We never have, we basically never have to deal with guns or gangs or obviously they do exist. We just don't see them. But Mm -hmm. to live in a place like Mexico, where it's like a daily occurrence, or it, it seems that way anyway. Like, I, I can't even fathom it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be my white privilege talking. I hate that saying. <laughs> <sighs> right, well, I'm going to do a short show this week, actually, I think. Is El Chapo still alive? Yeah, he was caught in a, um, in a police investigation that was somehow involved Sean Penn. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand it either. Didn't, he did an interview with him, and then shortly after he was assa- he was assassinated. It's because you said it so many times. In, after shortly after he was interviewed, he was arrested. Mm. So it was. I'm sure I watched something, and it was like someone went on a tour of his house or something. Cribs. No, it wasn't <laughs> MTV Cribs. cribs. <laughs> That's where the magic happened. Also on friend. that episode, uh, also on the same episode of El Chapo's was um, Shola Amiobi, and uh, <laughs> Barack Obama. What a lineup. <laughs> Have you oh, seen no that? No list as there. Speaking of which, have you seen that episode of Shola Amiobi on Cribs? No. Like, that wasn't making a joke. That's like, he is actually on Cribs and he's got this god awful like coffee table. Mm. And when you press a button on the coffee table, it turns into like a disco. Oh, like it starts like, it's like an RGB lighting before RGB lighting was a thing. The worst episode <laughs> on Cribs has to be Mariah Carey when she gets in the bath with a towel and she's like, I'm just going to soak. I'm I don't think that's Mariah the worst Carey, episode. Arsehole. I don't think that's the worst episode. That's I don't like cool. Mariah Carey, if you can't tell. I mean, I don't like her singing. No. I just think she's a bit of a diva. Mm, what, was, what were you saying was the worst one? Shola Amiobi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure I watched a documentary and it was like, it was about like drug lords and stuff. I'm sure it was on Netflix and this bloke had went to El Chapo's house. Like yeah, one probably. of his houses that he owned. And it was like, the whole bathroom was made of like gold or something like that. It's weird. I should have talked about like Narcos. I don't know. <laughs> the TV show. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. It's good. You should watch it. No, I'm watching Big Little Lies at the moment. Season two has just come out and Meryl Streep is amazing. Well, now that we're doing that, we might as well go on to Brain Floss. We still need to come up with a different name for that because I can't. Should, we can't call it the weekly distraction because that's what they call it on the murder squad. Squeaky clean cleanup. <laughs> Let's call it the happy ending. No, because that sounds like the happy ending, and that's not what this is about. We 
we can call it the happy ending. No, because a double entendre. Sounds like what you ask for when you get in a massage. We'll call it the happy ending. No, we won't. <laughs> Fine. The the end of the end. No, because that sounds final. <laughs> we'll call it the happy smiley time. Brain cleanse. No, I don't call it brain anything. Mind cleanse. Mind cleanse. Nah. Head cleanse. Nah. <laughs> Stop with the word cleanse. Cleanse. <laughs> cleanse and cleanse. Cleansy cleanse. Let's call it the... Squeaky bum. Squeaky bum time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the no. complete opposite. That's a thing, you know. Squeaky bum time. It's in football. Right. Um, we'll call it... Smiley time. No. <laughs> Happy fun time time. No. So it's called The Distraction. Yeah. All right. So for The Distraction this week. <laughs> I like how we said all nicey ones and then we'll come up with a bit more of a like, negative An official one. one. <laughs> yeah, we'll go for that. No, I don't want to call it The Distraction because that's like infringing on what other people do. Right, we'll call it. Wait there. I have a... The Special Ending. No. I like the happy ending. Because it's the end of the podcast and we try to make people happy after all the death and darkness that they took comfort in. <laughs> what about feel good time? Mm. Nah, I'm not a fan of that. Happy ever after? Ooh. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do that. <laughs> no. All right, what so. ends happy? Happy ending. Ends all happy. that ends well. We'll call it the happily ever after. So, what have you been doing for the happily ever after this week? What's been taking up your time and taking your mind off all the death and darkness and stuff? Um, I went to the beach yesterday. And how was that? I liked it. I went to a beach that I've never been to before. It was nice. Cool. Yeah. Had free parking. <laughs> Stoked about the free parking. Well, most of the beaches up here, you have to pay. That is so. true. <laughs> It was free parking. Woohoo. And I did fish and chips. Nice. And ice cream. Nice. And there was dogs. Nice. Yeah. Anything else? Um I hurt my foot. Not on the not at the beach. I mean like you did oh, anything right. else. Just like <laughs> I thought week. you meant about my day. No. No, I hit my foot because I stood on a shell that was smashed. Oh that's that's, that's in the water that I couldn't ending, see. Much. Oh and I caught a starfish. <laughs> I did. I have a picture of my starfish. <laughs> Sounds wrong. But that it, sounds so wrong. Yeah. It's a baby starfish. Bless you. Well, for and me, then oh, I wasn't on, we're not, we are not done with you, I see. I worked all weekend. That's not good. So don't say no. that. <laughs> Why? It's supposed to be making people happy. I worked. Uh, no, but I worked all week. I worked all weekend. So I am positively looking forward to my Sunday off this week. <laughs> Where I shall be staying in bed all day, unless my grandmother invites me for Sunday dinner, because I never turn it down, because my grandma's Sunday dinners are the best. I'm sure everyone says that about their own grandmothers. Anyway. We haven't tried Sheila's. I'm sorry, but you haven't. Anyway. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Well, I have been doing a lot of murdering and um, pillaging and plundering. Yes, I'm a pirate. Nice. Oh my God, when you talk about Midsummer. Oh, we'll get to that in it once I'm done. So this week I have been doing, I don't know, trying to 
edit the wrestling show that I edit and um taking loads of photos of the dog and sending them when I'm not oh with him. God, my dog is so cute, yo. I'm putting him in the show notes. He's so cute. Um he's a cross between a Bichon Frise and um and Isn't a Shih Tzu. Bichon Frise. I say it like Joe often practical jokers. A Bichon Frise. <laughs> I don't know. Um He loves me more than he loves you, doesn't he? Oh, get stuffed. He does. That that video was cute. I'll put that in the show notes as well, I guess. This is going to need two show notes because I can only put 10 pictures in a, uh, in an Instagram post. I was just asking him if he'd had a poo and then he was like looking at his face <laughs> and then licking my face. I was like, buy me a drink first. Um, I've, in my spare time, been trying to play video games, bought some... What have you been playing? Uh, Batman, the Telltale series. Mm-hmm. And another and other news, Jake has never played Spyro before, so we bought Spyro. I was a Crash Bandicoot guy. Does anybody remember Croc? I loved Croc. Jake doesn't know what I'm on about, but Croc was like the like really good. <laughs> well, you were gonna say the one until you remembered Spyro. Yeah, <laughs> and Sims. Twenty six, and I still play Sims. I was more of a. I played Crash Bandicoot. I like Gran Turismo. I like Yu Gi Oh Forbidden Memories, despite the fact that it had a just absurd rule set. Mm. Splinter Cell. Like, I I wasn't really into the like the super popular games. I loved Killzone. See, I never played that either. I, but the first Killzone I played was Killzone 2. The one with me? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Killzone 2, I had it on PS. I had that before I even met you. Oh. And I like, I liked uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. That was a baller game. favourite. Loved that game. And then I like... 100% complete, yo. Like Grand Theft Auto. Nah, see, I know, I have owned Grand Theft Auto Five. I've ha- I've got four times. I've got all of the Grand Theft Auto. I owned it on my Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty when I had that very briefly. I had it on my PlayStation Three, my PlayStation Four, and I have it on PC. <laughs> and I have never played it to completion. I just love driving around killing bitches. <laughs> oh, you heard that? You no, know, um, you've had like a bad day where you're like, I need to kill some bitches. Let's go on Grand Theft Auto. So yeah, that's my distraction, my happy ending, my happily ever after. I tell you, I didn't have a happy day yesterday. Watching that Midsummer. Good transition. I like it. So Midsummer, spoilers or no spoilers? I mean, no spoilers. No, the people need to see it to understand how weird it was. I was sat in the fetal position for most of it. I felt that uncomfortable. It was extremely uncomfortable. But basically, the synopsis is this girl um, has a traumatic experience when something happens to her family. So she sort of goes with a boyfriend and his mates off to a different country. Who's a dickhead, by the way. Who is an absolute cock. And they end up going to one of the friends' like villages from back home in Sweden. Where they have like weird rituals at the... It's essentially a and... cult. Yeah. It's not like a village at all it's a cult and it is the most batshit thing i've seen it's all weird. year it's honestly the weirdest film i've ever seen like i was trying to explain it to the girls at work today and they were like what the hell i was like you just need to go and see it to understand my friend holly messages like asking oh was it any good and i was like mate you need to go and see it she's like but you said it's really weird and i'm like yeah but you need to go and experience how weird it is and how uncomfortable yeah i have never felt so uncomfortable in the cinema in my life there's a poor guy sat next to like behind jake and he was by himself and i thought oh my god and then there was like a group of old ladies like at the back 
They didn't know where to put themselves. <laughs> and then yeah. I rang my grandma when I finished work to tell her about the movie. And she, like, blamed us for having nightmares tonight. But she was going to have nightmares for a movie you saw. Yeah, because I went into proper detail about it all. And she was like, why you got to tell us stuff like this? You know, I can't even, can't even bear the thought. Like, this is a woman who has nightmares <laughs> of Beetlejuice. Yeah. He said bear. I know that, that is a reference to the film. A lot of the, I did realise that a lot of the pictures that were, like, a lot of the imagery in the film was, like, heavily foreshadowing what was going to happen throughout the rest of the film. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, man, it was just ludicrous. It went from, oh, this is kind of creepy, to... This is just kind of weird. Do I to, walk out? And why leave? is there a room full of chanting naked women who aren't attractive at all? Yeah. To why is this film so trippy? To why am I still watching this? To okay, why is she smiling? To how long have I been sat here? My ass is numb. Two and a half hours later, <laughs> it's two, it was two hours and twenty minutes long. Yeah, I was Insanity. like, oh, it starts at six. Well, shops shut at nine. We'll have plenty of time to go, like have a run into one of the shops. Didn't get out till ten to nine. Still got to go into one job. Yeah, luckily. <laughs> but, oh man, it's just absolute insanity. It's an Ari Aster film. Ari Aster, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's the guy who directed Hereditary, which was that. very highly well received. But I don't think this one will be. This one's a bit too... Weird. Artsy in places. Yeah. I mean, Florence Pugh did a really good job as the as the main character. I mean, it showed her progression from grief and making excuses for people to being her own person which was i appreciate that but it was just weird man the thing that like like with most horror films you don't actually see like as gruesome do you know what i mean like if you see a death it was very gruesome whereas in this one you literally seen everything. Not absolutely everything. No, but I there mean, was a few things that were implied. No, implied, like with the black but guy. Like, yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> the old man and woman. Yeah, that I know what you were talking about. Like that's just, oh man. The only thing that I did understand was why they didn't run for the hills. Yeah, that's the only thing I got because obviously two of them were doing their their thesis, their dissertation. One of them British was, ones. Yeah, they had the heads on right. Yeah, the two Br- the two Brits were like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." One of them was just a, a bit like blinded by, you know, lust, and the other one was just sort of like, "I guess I'll just do anything." But oh god, go and see it. It's you've got two and a half hours of your life you want rid of. Mm. Go, go and see it. Absolute insanity, and you'll get to Weird. the end, and you'll just be like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, I really want my grandma to watch it. You know. <laughs> I don't know why. And then when I told her about the age thing as well, she was like, mm-hmm. oh, another age thing in oh, the movie. Yeah. She was like, oh, well. The seasons of life. Great. <laughs> the seasons of life. Anyway, let's get out of here. Shall we end? Yeah. I'm I st- gonna go to bed. <laughs> I still don't have any emails. Come on, guys. You're slacking. Send, send an email. Nobody loves us. <laughs> send an email about the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you. I'd like to know because I'm a very twisted individual. He's just nosy. Mm, that too. So email in cdadpodcast at gmail.com. That's c-i-d-a-d podcast at gmail.com. 
you can find us on a host of podcasting services and social media such as instagram and twitter thank you for taking my job um don't even bother following on twitter i don't even use the twitter (laughs) instagram is where it's at yo i only use my twitter a rant as well same like when i went (laughs) to the toilet yesterday and there was 15 cubicles yes i counted and i went to the one on like the near the end on the right side i only wanted a little wee wee and some woman came and sat in the toilet next to me and i was just like really like you've right. got the whole thing and you came and sat next to me but you then think I that's had, like, weird no but then i had like wee wee fear like i couldn't wee you th- right you think that's weird i was weird. like oh my god she's, she can hear us weeing dude try being a dude who's standing at a urinal right at the end of the room and a guy comes and stands right next to you when there's 30 urinals free well, I did see on my tweet, you're standing is this there. what it's like to stand at your rhino, but you didn't actually reply, Honestly, so. you, you're like, you're standing there with your dick out, and the guy just comes and stands right next to you, that's not right. Why There's <laughs> 30 other cubic, like 30, 29 other urinals, just go and stand at any other of them. Even just go one down from us. You're all right, mate, do you want us to hold that for you? <laughs> Honestly, you just, just look down, just look down. Do you know your rhinos, right? Uh-huh. Have they got a flushing button or does it just go down a drain? It just goes down a drain. That's monkey, that. Eventually, some of them do have, like, intermittent flushings. Like, some of them got sensors so that when you walk away, they'll flush. But for the most part, you just aim straight down the drain. They're weird. Why? Do you know? They look like fountains, don't they? <laughs> no. <laughs> like the ones that flush do. This has turned out to be the weirdest podcast we've done. <laughs> anyway. I remember at school, can you remember at school when, like, the girls would try and get the boys into the girls' toilets to have a look? So a teacher no. would catch them. So we used to do this, right? So we used to tell the boys that there was, like, a, um, weird. a big mirror and a sofa in the girls' toilets at school. So the boys were like, no, you haven't got a sofa, have you? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we could see the teacher coming. And then the boys would go into the girls' toilets, and they would like, and then, like one of the other girls would be like, "Eh, there's boys in the girls' toilets," and then they would come out proper red faced. It'd be that funny. This is why men murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mean. The often is sofas in girls' toilets, so it's so you can wait for your friends. You know, how girls all go together. It's so you can wait for your friend, wait for your pal. I'm or not, I'm you not can going stand the and talk to, to the woman who sells all her lollipops in there. <laughs> Freshen up your punani, punani, punani. And we are ending this Freshen now. Remember to listen to us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes, I should say. And we'll see you next week. Oh. What do you have to say for yourself for that ending? <laughs> no, that's, that's the video. That's on Facebook. Okay, you sang the song still. <laughs> I know, but it's a good song. It's, it's catchy, good catchy. Song. What was it again? No. <laughs> you can go back and listen to it again. <laughs> My foot's gone numb. It's like a bean bag. That's not good. Like, do you know, it's like fuzzy. Mm. Like static TV. <laughs> Your foot feels like static TV. Like no, bag. no, that's what soda water tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> soda water tastes like fizzy nothing. Sounds like it tastes like static TV. Fizzy nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> right, I'm ending this. <laughs>